Right, let me try and remember the draft picks off the top of my head. The drop back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Dropback Podcast. My name is Stan Wilson and as ever I am joined by Sam Lewis. Hey Stan. Matt Burns Peak. Yo, how's it going, Stanny? And Joe Costanzo. Howdy, Daniel. How are we feeling, boys? The off-season is finally upon us, Super Bowl is gone. All thoughts of the Super Bowl are gone, the season is just it's finished. Yeah, feeling fantastic. Can't wait for seven long months of Oh no, we get two months, two, three months of filler for draft talk and then another four months for how every team is amazing it's going to be great i like yeah. how you describe our content as filler that's no, not talking about our content our content's fantastic i'm saying the stuff we have to listen to outside of this okay, no filler, mate. absolutely obviously we've got free agency starting in about a month's time then we've got a draft in two and a half months so until then stick around we'll be filling you in for all of it so don't go anywhere to kick off the podcast today, we're going to, before we get onto the quarterbacks, which is the main topic of the episode, we're going to briefly talk about JJ Watt. Obviously, he got released by the Houston Texans. What are our initial reactions to this release? Yeah, I wasn't entirely surprised. It kind of felt like a mercy blow for, um, you know, go and give JJ Watt. A, it, it's the same sort of thing as Deshaun Watson and, and what happened with Matty Stafford as well, in terms of like, go and give him a chance to actually do something for a relevant franchise and get out of the shithole. Right. So, I mean, it, although it was, it felt a bit weird seeing like Deshaun, um, JJ Watt like, getting cut by the Texans, like it makes a lot of sense, right? And it saves them a lot of cap money as well. Like, it's not like it hamstrings them getting rid of him. Yeah. But yeah, I think Matt's, Matt's bang on the money here. It's a, it's a thank you for your service, JJ. Now go somewhere and win a ring. Okay, that, that takes us nicely on to the next bit. Where will JJ Watt end up? Where would he be playing football in 2021? Ooh. The, the juicy one is the Steelers. Ah, it? ah, it's, yeah. too, it's too soppy. It's too, yeah. it's too emotional. You don't want happy endings for JJ Watt. I don't want happy endings for anyone. No. What about the Green Bay Packers? Obviously, his home state, Wisconsin. Yeah, they've already got two pass rushers and Rashawn Gary, so I'm not oh, sure Rashawn where... Gary's a pass rusher. No, as in he can play... He's more... He plays more on the front line and the other two are outside backers. I mean, Gary's been playing as an outside backer this year, really. Did he not play to the end, just inside the two? No, I'm pretty sure he was a rotational um, outside linebacker. Well, they've already got too strong yeah. at the outside linebacker position, so I'm... <laughs> But yeah, in that case, would what not be used as a three tech? Cap wise, I don't know how they can fit him in. Yeah, yeah. why don't you just stick JJ Watt with the fucking Browns and uh, I like that. Put on the other side of of Miles Garrett and then yeah, no, he he'd fit in that in that scheme as a four three defensive end because that's that's realistically that's the only situation he's going to go into. I think as a defensive end is in a 4-3 scheme because he yeah. doesn't offer the ability to drop back into pass coverage. Yeah, but he could, the thing is, he can play end in a 3-4 or 4-3, really. Yeah, it's just the definition of end, in a, end is different because obviously in a 4-3, the end is the pass primary pass rusher, whereas in a 3-4, the end obviously plays a lot more um, responsibilities most of the run. It was a 3-4 end for most of his time in Houston, to be honest. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. He's, he's quite old now, isn't he? 
I, th- I think he's just over 30, isn't he? Uh, but yeah, it, it, I think it all depends on if he's what contract he wants, whether it's purely a ring chasing contract yeah. and he's willing to take less money, then yeah, he may end up somewhere like the Packers or the Browns that don't have as much money to spend. Mm. I, I mean, maybe the Colts would could be yeah. a decent fit for them who have a lot of room, but he's but they're also in the AFC South. Yeah. So at this point in your in your career, I think you really have to reset evaluate your options, whether you are playing football because it's your career and you want to make money or whether you want to ring. And I think this whole release from the Texans is symbolic of the fact that JJ Watt wants a ring and he's not going to get one of the Texans. Yeah. From, from my chats with him, that's why I've basically <laughs> well, thank thought you anyway. By all, all accounts, JJ Watt's been quite smart with his money and made you know lucrative investments. So it's, it's not like he necessarily needs like a big contract and wherever he goes, he's going to be paid a lot less this year than he, than he has been. So I think he yeah. knows that. I think he's, he just wants to go to a, a winning team. Yeah. I back Browns. I was going to say it would be great shithouser if he did go to the Colts or someone like that. Just spite the Texans. What about Tampa, would that be funny? No, it wouldn't be funny at all. It would be, it'd be deadly serious. No, I think that'd be quite cool actually seeing him in Tampa. I mean, I'm not really sure what he'd, what he'd do there, but yeah, probably probably play the end. Yeah, I mean they've got Sue and Vita Vea, but Sue yeah. is Sue is a name at this point. He's not exactly the difference maker and i think he may be a free agent perhaps potentially yeah don't quite on that though he played well in the playoffs though sue yeah yeah. but i mean he's not jj watt it's a definitely it's definitely a huge upgrade oh yeah 100 jj watt's a generational talent guy won multiple defensive player of the year awards something sue hasn't been able to do so obviously he's a better talent so let's just give our final verdict on this where is he going to land Depends how far you throw him. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Browns. I think the Browns would be cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with you there. I'm Do you think his brothers that. would be fuming if he went there? Hopefully. They'd be quite cool. I, I reckon they're quite like it. You know, the family family rivalry. Two mm. games a year against each other. What say you, Joe? I think Steelers. Can they afford it, though? Actually, no, that's a good point. There you go. I'm looking at their cap space. Yeah, they, they probably can't, actually. They can't afford it. Slew? If they weren't in the AFC South, I'd say Colts. But they are. But they are. Um, let's go Tampa. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. The idea of JJ Watt going to Tampa Bay is like the, that film. Do you remember the day after tomorrow where it's environmental apocalypse? And you're like, this is really cool. And then the re- realisation of the implications of it. And you're like, oh, no, this is horrible. Yeah. yeah, I've always thought, you know what? I can't wait for the environmental apocalypse. It's going to be so much fun. No, nah, but cinematic things in the world. And again, the, the Packers can't afford it either. Now looking at it, no, so but I'll probably that's... jump on jump on the slew train and say Tampa Bay. Yeah, and it fits in with your narrative last week that Brady's going to get everyone to take no money and get all rings. those filthy ring chasers. Joe, didn't you just say Browns? No, I said, I said Browns. Steelers. Oh, you said Browns. Okay, fair play, fair play. Does the Wisconsin thing play a factor with the Packers? I think that's. I think that's a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I think he that... grew up a Packers fan allegedly as well. Oh well. There you go. Playing for your boyhood team. Well, it doesn't get much better than that, does it? Well, it does. You get a fat check and some and a ring, but <laughs> <laughs> who cares about sentimentality when you're dripping in championship yeah, rings? Let's cut the speculation and move to even more speculation. Hey. That's right, everyone. It is time for quarterback musical chairs, the show where we discuss the vacant NFL quarterback seats <laughs> and their possible future sitters. 
<laughs> yeah. I like that one. Um, so we're going to start off. I'm glad with... you entertained yourself. I'm I'm entertaining myself. I, th- I think I thought it was a hilarious introduction to the segment. But we're going to start off with the Chicago Bears, whose current quarterbacks are Mitch Trubisky and everyone's favourite Nick Foles. Obviously, Mitch Trubisky is now a free agent. Nick Foles is there for two years, and they are picking twentieth in the NFL draft. Is there any world in which the Bears stick with Nick Foles and ride with him as their number one, or does he stay as their backup? I think the fact that they benched him for Mitch Trubisky after they already benched Mitch Trubisky shows that their thoughts on Foles. I would be shocked if he was their week one starter entering the next year. Yeah, especially as every every time that ball goes up, it's a 50-50 with him. If, if you're going to start him and then bench him again, that's pretty uh, pretty telling if you ask me. Yeah, I don't think there's any way that Nick Foles is the starting QB for the Bears. I mean, if if you've made the decision that Trubisky isn't for you and, you know, you're moving on from him, you can't then be like, oh, the guy that we benched, that we, you know, benched so we could play Trubisky, you you can have the gig. Like, it doesn't work, does it? Do you think there's any way in which Pace fails to land a free agent quarterback or trade for one or draft one and ends up Resigning Trubisky to like a one-year, two-year short deal. Mm, no, I think Trubisky. Considering this is right, if he place. goes through, the, if he goes to the point where Pace is looking at trading or signing a free agency quarterback, I think Mitch will end up in a backup, signed to a backup role before that. So I don't think he'll have the time to like go back and say, "Hey, Mitch, <laughs> we tried to find someone else, we couldn't land anyone. How do you feel about being our fifth-string option? Yeah. Could we choice un- even." Could we re- remove all logic from the situation? Just remember, it is Ryan Pace we're talking about, and just wow. Ryan, yeah, that's go why they're going to end up trading a shitload of stupid stuff for Carson Wentz. Yeah, because well, I could see desperate. that Potentially. So we all agree that Trubisky is on the way out in Chicago. Yeah. Okay, so Trubisky's out. Falls will have to be on the team next year because no, if, they won't. Him... if they if they if they um, sign Wentz, there's no way that they go. Hey. Carson, look who we've got waiting for you in the QB room. It doesn't make no. Yeah, they, they, they can't. They can't cut him. It's too much. They're hundred percent. They'll include him in whatever tr- trade they make for when for Wentz, and the Eagles will have to cut or trade him on because there's no way that Wentz <laughs> is willing to go to that locker room. No one's going to trade. Hey, look, Carson, it's that local Super Bowl. And you can't you can't afford to take on you can't cut contract. Him. It's, it's they'll literally... do some sort of thing like they'll make some sort of deal about who takes what cap. I don't know how the no one none of us know how the cap works. They're all wizards. Yeah, it's all wizards. We we just see numbers on the screen in front of us, and it's just not going to happen. Like that's plagued went throughout his time in Philadelphia. Half the reason he's had so much stick with people like, oh, why would we play this guy? Foles won us the Super Bowl. There's no way that he goes to Chicago and Nick Foles is already there waiting. Like, hey, what buddy. About, so he, Wentz might not end up being the starting quarterback in Chicago. What? What do you mean? Well, Wentz might not get traded to Chicago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant this. Obviously, it's quite likely at this point that it does happen. But if that doesn't happen, then what are we saying? Because cutting Nick Foles costs you 10 million in dead cap when his base salary is only 4 mil. So obviously, it's way more logical to yeah. keep him. If they don't get a free agent, yeah, they may as well. I mean, may as well keep him on as a backup rather than yeah. cut him. Keep him as a backup. backup. Go, go, get, backup. go into the draft and get a young QB. Yeah, but you you're 20th Alan overall. Who? Yeah, you, you can't really get oh, yeah, that fucking anyone, QB. man. You're losing Alan Robinson, who's the only fun part of your offense. So inject a bit of excitement by getting a new QB in the draft. But that's why I think they'll end up trading for Wentz, because he's the only one that's a free agent that's got actual 
however unlikely it is at this point, that has some sort of upside. And Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy are basically out of a job, unless there's huge signs of improvements this year. They're desperate. So they need someone that can be like, oh, look, we can turn this around now. So they need to get, I don't know, maybe a Jimmy G or a Carson Wentz are the two options. Are maybe Jameis are the guys I'm looking at that oh, are available. Jameis would. That can basically be like, oh, these guys have potential as a franchise guy if we think we can fix them. And if they can't do that, they're fucked either way. So they may as well take a swing for the fences. Okay, so we, are we all in accordance and agreement that Wentz is likely to be there next year? I'd be surprised if he wasn't. It'll be Wentz or Garoppolo. Or, they're basically going to be, as Slew said, that's going to be fucking quarterback A&E, aren't they? So Yeah, all right. So all I, things... I don't think it's necessarily Wentz. I think Wentz could go to the Colts as well. Yeah. I mean, the 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 rumors are that they've already put a bigger offer in than the Colts anyway. Yeah, there's yeah. loads of rumors, Slew. You can't listen to the rumors. All right, so all change, all change in Chicago. Let's move ourselves over to Foxborough, Massachusetts, with the New England Patriots. Obviously, they had Cam Newton that starting jersey this year, a cheap prove it year almost for him. He's now a free agent. They've got Jared Stidham on a rookie contract. I wasn't particularly enamoured with what I saw from Newton this year. What's your guys' take on him? And do you think they should bring him back? I mean, he was my comeback player of the year after week one. And then he <laughs> very much wasn't. No, he's died. No, they don't bring Cam Newton back. I think they've basically already said that, haven't they? Both parties have said that it's not... They're I not they, yeah. reconvening. So there's that. I mean, it says a lot about Stidham that he barely played even with how poorly Newton was. I don't know if that's because Belichick was like... Right, we don't have any weapons anyway. What's the point of throwing him in now? Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to damage him as a player if you put him into a bad situation like that. We've seen that with rookie quarterbacks before. Is Stidham given the lead year two, or do they look to the draft at 16, or do they look to free agency? What's going to happen in New England? Obviously, there's the possibility of trying for Watson. It seems like no, there I are, don't. there's a load of options on the table right now, I think. I don't I, think Watson would go to the Patriots to be honest I think he'd, he'd probably decline that trade just seems very anti everything he's oh, you know chance to work with Bill Belichick oh like, yeah because he loves the Patriot way well you know yeah but the Patriot way isn't the Patriot way when it's being run by some bald creepy fan that pretends to be a preacher and is actually an evil man to come to ruin football operations in Houston that's not the Patriot way Joe that's not Nosferatu you made that sound incredibly creepy it is incredibly creepy. Have you seen the little clippets of his stand-up show? Sorry? No, no. Stand-up show? Is I don't know if he's if, if he's preaching what, or Easter doing day. an actual stand-up show, but he's just telling jokes, and it's mental. Wow! Like sort of like Kanye West religion spin-off thing. Oh no, it's not even particularly religious. It's just some weird stuff. Fair. I mean, fair enough. So Ashley Lewis writes in. Obviously, we held questions on our Instagram story this afternoon. We're going to make that a regular thing. Ashley Lewis asks. Who is the star quarterback week one for the Patriots? Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, could you imagine? Jimmy Garoppolo comes back. That, could, that would be quite cool, to be fair. I mean, trying to predict what Belichick's going to do is like catch you smoke with your bare hands. So That's impossible. There's, there's no point trying to predict him. I could see potentially Jacoby Brissett. I'd love no. them both to be there. That would be yeah. so good. I don't know. I, I, I don't know about that. At 20, it's highly likely that all of the the major quarterbacks... They're 16, aren't they? 
16. 16, so I was, I was just looking at the Bears draft pick there from on the table above, but obviously looking? Lawrence, Wilson, Fields and Lance are definitely going to be gone, which means Mac Jones could possibly be at 20. Oh, 16. 16. Oh. Do the quarterback in the draft, if he falls there, or do they go free agent? That kind of feels like a bit of a reach to me with Mac Jones at 16. Do we not think? Um, I think he's a serviceable guy. I mean, we'll get into the actual breakdown of them at a later date. Yeah. I think Stan touched on it a couple of weeks ago that if you think quarterback on the board is the guy, then it's not a mistake to take him wherever you are. Yeah. Mm. I don't think they have enough weapons to surround someone like Matt Jones that to put him in a good situation. Yeah. You've got you've got to remember as well that with the NFL draft, it's not just a, a big board where you rank the players on who's the best. There are different factors that weigh in who you pick at different picks and positional need and positional value are the two big big ones. And that and Mac Jones would tick both the boxes of the Patriots because obviously positional need, they need a quarterback, and positional value, he's a quarterback. That instantly raises his draft stock without him being a relatively better player considered compared to the rest of his fellow draft eligible quarterbacks. I just feel like in a lot of drafts, Mac Jones would probably be like a second or possibly third. Yeah. I don't think he's a second round pick in any draft. He's better, than, he's better than that. But Potentially. We, we won't get bogged down with whether he's like how good he is in his game, but the general consensus is that he's a first round pick this year and the fifth best quarterback in the draft. So, I'd saying... just be surprised if they went quarterback in the draft with how yeah. many other needs they've got. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. And it's, it does start the clock unnecessarily soon as well. It could be another bridge year for the Patriots as they look to rebuild. I think they've got to add weapons and that's that's the, the bottom line for it. So to answer Ashley's question, we're not really sure. Who the hell knows? Yeah. Jacoby Brissett. Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. Okay. Joe says Brissett. Sam says Garoppolo. I'll go Garoppolo as well. Matt says Garoppolo. I'll, I'm honestly, I'm going to sit completely on the fence here. Coward. Oh, oh, there boo. There's a chance for a Garoppa hat-trick then. You fucked it. Oh, fine. We can equalise on Patrick. I'll go Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, wow. that's, that's the most putrid one of all. <laughs> no, I'm going Ryan, I'll go Ryan Fitzpatrick then. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll take one of the most fun personalities in the NFL and put him in fucking prison. Well, apparently they did that with Tom Brady for years. Who, t- who thought he would be that much fun at parties? Yeah. I mean, apparently he faked getting drunk apparently for a tequila advert, but that's that is not true. He didn't fake throwing the Lombardi <laughs> Trophy to another boat. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Tom Brady, but that is just slander. It's not true. <laughs> okay, well, that, that's just that's not my personal thing. That's just what's been uh, said on various <laughs> interweb Twitter alleys. Yeah, big story this off season: Deshaun Watson requesting trade. He wants out of Texas. Out of Texas doesn't want anything to do with them. We discussed it in previous podcasts. Now let's get into the nitty-gritty of who is going to be the next Texans quarterback and if Watson is actually going to be traded. Well, he said he wants out of Texas, but does he? Does he just want out of Houston? Oh, I don't like where you're going with this. I don't like where you're going with this either, Sam. Maybe. Say it. But say it. He ends up on the Cowboys. Oh, no chance. What if they tag Dak and then trade him for Watson with a couple with a first or so tagged on? No, that's sneaky. That is quite sneaky. I hate it because you make sense. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm feeling right now. Because when you first said going to the Cowboys, I was thinking stop. But if you package in Dak in at first, that does make that does I make a bit of sense. Despise the way your mind works sometimes, Steve. 
Thank you. Yeah, that's it, sorts, it sorts out the contract situation with Dak. Mm. Actually, no, they can't. Though, they, there's on, no way he's they... on a one-year deal. Like, I don't they, think they'd probably take that. They can't even afford to tag Dak actually at this point. That would put them um, under the salary cap. Sorry, over the salary cap. Damn, ah. what a shame. I, I honestly think with the Texans, they're just going to keep finding Watson until he. He plays, to be honest. They seem that they've got sort of vibe. They're just that spiteful enough that they're they going will torpedo the in- the morale of the entire organization. It's going to be like Zeke when he went off to Mexico because he didn't want to get because he didn't get paid. Yeah, but he's not going to be getting fined like five hundred grand a game or whatever ridiculous number it is. I think Watson's a man of principle, and I think he's not going to back down on this one. No, but, yeah, but I, I don't put it past either. the Texans. To, yeah, they're both as stubborn as each other. Did you not listen to my previous description of Jackie's to be? They're going to try and like exercise. Creepy old Christian man. Hey, I don't. The Christian man isn't the issue. Sorry, yeah, the, Let, the... <laughs> creepy old man who happens to be a Christian. Yes, and a, and a preacher as well who does comedy. Stand yeah, up, church. Man of all trades. Yeah. Fun niche. Yeah, fun niche. Triple and, threat. Uh, Triple threat. And nosedives yeah. a sports franchise, but um, what about the narrative of? I hate to say this, Matt, but two are being traded to oh, the Dolphins. Shut to the up, Texans! Stop it with your nonsense. If there was a trade, it would have to be the Dolphins or um, the Jets. Realistic. What about the Panthers? The Panthers have shown keen interest in Watson. Mm. They don't I have the like draft that. capital to to get Watson. Um, what if they traded? Teddy and the number eight overall pick. You need more. They need, you they need, need more. Teddy eight next year in a second. I think it'd be. I think it'd be Teddy eight this year and their first next year as well. And I think you've got Chuck in a second there as well. Yeah. Watson's worth big buck buck bucks, mate. He is. He's worth big big he money. Is. As a Panthers fan, would you be happy with that trade? I think um, I'm not a Panthers fan. No, so no, I'm right. not saying you are. But for, um, put, all right, Stan, shut your eyes for me a second. Right, you're standing stuff. there. Stuff. You're in Carolina. I'm in Carolina. You can hear the that big old drum that they smack. That keep it's pounding, pounding drum. Yes, it's pounding. It's pounding. <laughs> and out comes to the field. Quarterback to Sean Watson. Do you care about the two first round picks and the second round pick you gave away? Or do they just fade into the background? I'm sort of numb, numb to the fact that um, Watson's in a Panthers uniform. Um, but he's smiling. I don't know. He's so happy. I think I'd be, you'd be happy in the moment. At that point when you're looking at him, it's week one, you see Watson in the Panthers uniform, you're going to be hyped no matter what you've given up. Because that's all in the future. You can forget right. about that. He walks that's into just... the field, he high-fives Christian McCaffrey. Life is good. Matt Rule's going a bit mental on the side. It's... Beautiful stuff. Uh, I think you got it. Yeah, Deshaun Watson elevates is going to elevate any team he's on right now. He's one of the yeah. most he's one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league. One of the best quarterbacks in the league. I think it'd be a good deal for the Panthers. Yeah. It's just whether they think they can they can use this draft, use for agency to upgrade their defense to take a shot at the playoffs this year. Essentially, yeah, oh. it's but- going to be which team has the bottle to put in a ridiculous offer for him. Basically, yeah. isn't it? Because the Texans. As Joe said, could just keep finding him unless they get an offer that blows him out of the water. So, I think the Dolphins would be the ones to do it if anyone. 
Oh, don't. You're making my head hurt because then I've got to weigh up my undying, unwavering love of Tua versus the prospects of having Deshaun Watson on my team and then also having to I think cut the rebuild short because we've given away all our picks that we've stockpiled. Yeah. I mean, you're like one, way, one win away from a playoff spot anyway. Yeah, but that's the difference. Just because you're a win away from the playoff spot doesn't mean you're a team that's actually competing. What? It just means you get to play the Jets twice a year. Wow. No, that's not. I mean, it, was, it wasn't a shot directly at the Dolphins. I mean, yeah, yeah, there's a there's a there's a big gap between making the wildcard weekend and being yeah. a team that can actually compete. Because I think, as a what did you finish nine and seven? Yep. Ten and six. Ten right? and six. Ten and six. Yeah. Ten and six. But Thank you. Ten and six, and everything sort of went right. I don't think that that was that was you exceeding all expectations, rather than. Oh look, we've if these guys pan out, then we've still got even this far to go. Mm. So I don't know. I don't think Watson does does he make enough of a difference with the talent you've got around at the moment to take, especially on offense, to take you to a Super Bowl? Yeah, Watson would take the Dolphins to Super Bowl. I'll stay that. Oh, I don't know about that, mate. Jakeem Grant that. can't catch oh. a fucking frisbee, let alone football. You're not necessarily next year, but you I do mean... have a drop. You do have the draft in free in June as well. You got to remember. Not if we've. If you trade for Watson, if you trade for Watson, you could land Alan Robinson. If you trade for Watson, you could land Robinson. You could probably land Smith Schuster, or either of those two. I, I think as soon as Watson goes to the Dolphins, that's a Super Bowl there. Well, if you say it like that, well, now I'm interested, Stan. I know, I know. I know if you can guarantee you're... a Super Bowl, of course you're going to blow anything on that. I know you're all for this like organic growth of growing a team through drafting, for agency, developing your guys. It's holistic, and I appreciate it. At the end of the day, what it comes down to is winning Lombardies. And Watson's going to win you Lombardies. Or at least one. Hmm. Why do we always fucking get here? We don't interrogate other people's teams. Why can't we talk about Slew's... It's not a personal Because we already ruined ourselves. You have to... You've got the option to go either way. Yeah, We're not ruined. I've got Kyle Murray. I'm quite happy. But... Yeah, they, the other two have got their quarterbacks. You did last year as well. Yeah. Just shows, Joe, don't get too cocky, mate. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, next year we'll be talking about trading Lamar Jackson. Oh, I'm no, joking. It's brewing. It's brewing oh. under the surface. <laughs> We've also got to take into account that maybe the Texans would like a first-round pick as well, seeing as they don't actually have one this year. Yeah, well, probably I mean, like a few for Watson. Yeah, they'll get they'll get quite a big bounty at the end of the day. It just depends, like I said, which team is one brave enough to stand it up. I mean, does that incentivize them trading Watson? The fact they don't have a first round pick this year because of the draft? no, I don't think that plays a part. I think the part is, can they get enough to make it worthwhile for them to get rid of a generational talent that doesn't want to be there? Okay. I don't know. I, I I kind of see Stan's point though. Imagine how depressing it's going to be on draft night when you've got you've still got Deshaun Watson who doesn't want to be there. You don't have JJ Watt. You don't don't have a first round pick. If I'm a fucking Texans fan, then I'm sitting there going, "What is life right now?" Like I, I do feel like it kind of puts a, a timer on getting a Deshaun Watson deal done. Yeah, things are not looking bright for the Texans fan base. So let's just quickly bring this Texans talk to an end. Any final thoughts about the future of their quarterback situation, or is it all just two up in the air? Nah, it's fucked. Okay. Brian Fitzpatrick. I think, I think Texas, Texans is one where we can just leave it and just see what unfolds because of how up in the air it all is. And there isn't really a precedent for a situation like this, I don't think. 
as an organization they're up in the air so yeah they're all up in the air and also it's our fucking podcast we can do what we want absolutely matt you tell them you tell them yeah so we're going to stay within the state of texans and head across to dallas with the dallas cowboys currently they have an overwhelming amount of players to pay and not enough money to pay them currently i think their roster stands at 47 for next season and they have about 18 million to fill the roster they're missing starters they don't have a quarterback under contract apart from that guy they drafted from james madison whose name i cannot remember ducks are afraid the one that played against pittsburgh yeah and also do you mean james madison the attacking midfielder for leicester city or is there that's funny enough yeah i meant james madison is in the fcs university but sure i know i know who i'd back from the edge of the box but whatever whatever does the Dak situation get resolved this season, this off season, for good, or do we have another season of Dak on a tag? What's going on here? I think you pointed out earlier that it will get resolved one way or the other because you said they don't have the money for a tag. They've got eighteen mil, and the the cap. So then, no, they don't have room for a tag. So which means they can sign him on a deal that backloads it a little bit, clears yeah. it up a little bit this year. No, they can't afford to tag him. It'll get resolved one way or the other. Tag and trade because. Obviously, they can go. They can go under the, over the salary cap as long as they get re- as long as they clear it before the season starts. But is that not a resolution one way or the other? Yeah, I, he's either going to get signed long term with a backloaded contract, or he gets tagged and traded, or they let just they have to let him walk. How much they, they, the, ca- they can't the, let him walk. How much is the tag on Dak? Top five, top five average point. at the position. So yeah, he, he was tagged last year, so. Oh, it goes out, doesn't it? Yeah. Can I interject and say that another season of Dak on the Tag makes it sound like a sitcom? <laughs> yeah. That's I'll all that. I on it. I, I, I mean... And yeah. you've also got to remember that the salary cap's going to be massively raised this year because, obviously, the Patrick Mahomes deal. Oh, I mean, fuck, yeah. Yeah, the, the top five average for the quarterback position is going to be massively raised, massively inflated, which means it's going to be even more expensive. So there is no way the Cowboys keep him unless they... Sign on a backloaded deal with all, which is incentivized later on in the contract, which might not be something Dak's willing to do, or they tag and trade him. That's the only realistic way of doing it. Funny though, as well, because the whole league has got less money. No, <laughs> it's it's like the worst time in history to have. Yeah, to have all these quarterbacks available on the market. Yeah, <laughs> no one can pay them. Well, to be a franchise in the position where you need to pay a court, pay someone like a good player to either stay as your quarterback or to go out and improve your team at the quarterback position, like. You picked a bad year. So if Dak walks, they have the number 10 draft pick. Sorry, not if he walks. If they tag and trade him, they have the number 10 draft pick. Perhaps in that trade, they would they would get an even higher draft pick as well. But let's just stick with that number 10 pick for now. The likelihood is either Trey Lance or Mac Jones will be available there. So they have their backs covered if they tag and trade him. Who do we think is going to be there week one? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll roll out Trey Lance. Yeah, if, Trey Lance, if Trey Lance is available at 10, I'll, they they make that move. No, I I think they're just going to do whatever they can to, to keep Dak in the building. They need yeah. to, really. Yeah, but and, yeah, that's the best case scenario that they keep Dak because he's a great player. Does he become available to another team, though? As, a, as part of a tag and trade, perhaps? No, like, I mean, if, if, they, I can't, if, think... they, if they can't work out a deal, then yes. But they w- they're not going to go into the offseason thinking, oh, we could tag and trade him. Their priority will be to get him on a deal. The Jets could easily bag him. 
They send over two and twenty-three. That's Dak sorted. But we we've not heard nothing that they've got any interest in him. That's I don't because... know. I think his value. I think his um, trade value will have taken a hit with the injury as well. That's um, true. And the fact the salary cap's way down, so teams can't afford to pay him. Yeah, if they did tag him, it would be close to thirty-eight million this year. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I don't think they'd even be able to agree to a tag and trade without prior agreeing a trade with another team. Because if, if it does happen that they aren't able to shift him, then that's their entire season just screwed. They can't afford, they won't be able to afford that. And you can't do this. What even happens if teams don't have the good? Pun? You, I mean, you get, um, you get docked draft picks or fined or something like that. Yeah. I mean, fines wouldn't be an issue for Jerry, but draft picks would. Yeah, I think it must be more serious than fines because, like you said, otherwise the rich owners would just go over the salary cap. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think they should keep Dak. I'd be surprised if they don't. All right, we're going to move on from the Cowboys talk for now as it's very much up in the air like the Texans. And let's now just turn our attention to the Indianapolis Colts. Obviously, Philip Rivers retired. Jacoby Brissett is a free agent and Jacob Eason was their rookie quarterback they drafted this year in the fourth fourth round. Brissett's a free agent who was literally just used this year for their deep balls and their quarterback sneaks. That was his only role within the offense. Jacob Eason had ma- massive character issues and accuracy issues coming in to the draft. Are either of these two the, the option for this year? Yeah, no. Jacob Eason, just because you've upset him with that whole character issue thing. That reckon- was That was uncalled for. Do you reckon he's listening though? I don't know, I just don't like um, slating people you... for perceived character issues. Okay, so well, his work ethic doesn't... Um, but what if he is a bit of a prick? I don't know, people went to his birthday party. Can't be that bad. Do we know that? And yeah. now for our weekly draft night reference. <laughs> draft, draft day. Draft, draft day, yes. Day. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, did anybody else think it was hella weird watching how the Colts used set this this season just sort of well, I thought it was quite cool it was just he, so bizarre he's your specialist you use him in special situations like um the whole Fitz magic usage in uh, Miami he's like your fourth quarter relief quarterback <laughs> but we got like yeah. different like utility quarterbacks now it started off with Taysom Hill and it's just gone a bit too far yeah the Colts they're, they're the team that we've basically been saying for the last two or three years that they're a quarterback away from being really good yeah prove but it again. because they're not because they haven't had that bad year, they've not been in a position to draft someone. Uh, there's not really a whole lot of options at free agency. Yeah, they've been like a B-Tech version of the Saints for too long, I think, in terms of like, <laughs> oh, maybe next year, maybe next year, maybe next year. And it's just, it's gotten too late, really. Because obviously yeah, Lux retired, yeah. Rivers retired. Fans. Sorry, Matt? I said they're, they're a bit like Arsenal fans in that respect as well, then. Yeah. I'd like to see Wentz go to the Colts. I know Slew mentioned that the Bears got a better deal in, but you know, reunite Wentz with Frank Reich. I think that would be pretty yeah. tasty. Bit a bit bit too much of a fairy tale ending for me. I don't think yeah, that's... yeah. It does. It doesn't seem like that's a franchise that sort of needs to take that risk, though. Uh, they've got a good establishment. I don't think they need to send a big offer to Philadelphia in order to get someone that has a very high chance of not panning out. Yeah. Mm. I know. I think if Jones is on the board when they draft around twenty-one, or if he's available like sixteen, they may trade up a few places, and that's a good option for them. That's, I don't. That... I don't know. It seems like a bit of a weird one because I they want to win now, maybe... don't they? Exactly. But who's available that they can win now with? 
trade for Derek Carr. Derek Prescott. Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo again. Maybe... Dak Prescott. He's gonna be. He's gonna need a lot to trade for Dak Prescott. With yeah, they've also got like the second most cap space mm. predicted out of all the teams. Yeah, but it's not even like it's not even a cap space it. thing because it's not like someone you've you've got to outbid a big free agent guy. So it's not like having that cap space is a huge benefit for you going into free agency. Like I don't know if it means that they get a load of the wide receivers to build around and take sort of a guy that can be a bit more of a game manager rather than has to win them the games. I don't know if they do take that approach, which is what they seem to have done the last few years. But I know it seems a bit of a weird one. Yeah. It is a very it's a really weird situation. It's quite it's just unique in the fact they've got quite a well developed roster. And again, they're a quarterback away, but they're not in a position to get a quarterback. And they're sort of stuck in limbo. They've got to make a decision one way or the other. They've either got to go put all their chips on the table and just go all out or just blow the team up, which they're not going to want to do. And I think it'd be a waste as well to blow that team up at this point. Yeah, yeah 100%. You've got, you've got one of the best guards in recent history. You've got some incredible talent on the roster. Darius Leonard as well. Darius Leonard, exactly. Like mm. they, they, they traded for DeForest Buckner last season as well, and he was awesome for them. The like, really they've famous. got they've got enough like really talent players to build around. It would seem it seems like it'd be a massive shame to just be like, okay, well, we need we need we need a improvement in the quarterback position, and there's no one available, so we're just gonna. They've got Lego boy. They've got Lego boy to at kicker. So the pieces are all there. <laughs> I don't think they just. I don't think they'd blow it up. It seems like a bit of a weird move but yeah you're right like what else do you do when you're in that limbo do you wait for someone to come available do you make a big offer for someone that could be the guy but is it it's, on just, the show it's, it's just a massive shame though because at the end of the day you've got to strip it down to its to the the sport to its rawness you want to win you want to win the super Bowl. you want to win a lombardi trophy and you've got to build your team in a way that's going to win that trophy and it, it all starts with your quarterback because of the nature of it is a passing league and if you don't have a quarterback that's going to be able to elevate your team unless you have like an incredible rushing attack, which the Colts are yet to show they to have. They have a really good win rushing you, they have a pretty good rushing they have a really attack. Good rushing attack. With Hines they, and they Taylor. Have a, they have a good rushing attack, but it's not one like you can't build your whole team that, off it. You yeah. can't yeah, you can't you can't have a great rushing attack instead of like an elite passer. It's I don't not think one. they need an elite passer with this roster to win. I think they just need a good gut, a good like solid B. It's magic. No, not Fitz magic. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I, I honestly think it's one of the toughest situations because you're so close yet so far from the yeah. It's ridiculous. Pers- I, I reckon, personally, Fortune favours the Brave. <clears throat> Big trade for one of those guys. Um, Which guys, though? You want Jimmy? Dak? I don't think... I don't know if Jimmy... I, I feel like if you're, if, you're, if you're committed to that approach that you're going to... You know, we're gonna pay a lot to get someone exceptional. I don't think you go for a Jimmy G, right? I, I, I don't think that's. I don't think you'd have to pay a lot to get Jimmy G, though, especially mm. with the rumors that they're going after Kirk Cousins. Mm. True. I don't know. I, I mean, I would be tempted to try and do something to get a Dak. What if it's about trading up in the draft to get one of like Wilson, Fields, Lance. That's going to take too much because obviously there are so many QB needy teams in the draft this year as well. Mm. You've got the Jets, you've got the Eagles, perhaps. It's there's, also there's... an unknown, an unknown commodity as well, right? Like you, you, if you're a quarterback away, you want to be, be like, yeah, but we know this quarterback is good. 
Whereas every time you draft someone, it's, it, you're, you're rolling the dice as to, you know, no matter where you draft them, you're rolling the dice as to whether they're going to be a successful player at the next yeah, level. That's true. That's true. Just a bit wary of time here. We're going to wrap up the Colts segment and the other team that's definitely going to change quarterback this year is obviously, it's one that doesn't really need much discussion. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're picking number one overall in the draft. Trevor Lawrence done. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence Trev. done. Yep. Goodbye. Nice. Good job. Trev, Trev, Trev. Trev, Trev, Trev. And now we're going to move on to what I've labelled as the amber segment on this table. It is the the teams that may move on from their quarterback, but they also may not. So we'll spend a bit less time on these because of how much speculation would be involved. <laughs> Jets are stuck with Sam Donald at the moment. They've got him one year left on his rookie deal. It's pretty cheap, but they've also got the number two draft pick where, where they will have the pick of the bunch. They mm. can either grab Wilsons, Fields, Lance. They could grab anyone they want there. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, it depends if they fall in love with one of those three guys. If they fall in love with one of those three guys, pick one of those, ship Darnold out for a second or something like that. Cool. Similar to what Josh Rosen got a few years ago. Yeah. If they don't, then build around him, grab a great piece, grab one of the wide receivers or one of the tackles or something like that. County stars, go back next year and you'll probably have a reasonably early-ish pick again because... You're the Jets. Because you're the Jets. So are we saying quarterback or wait more, one more year before we could start? I think, I think wait. I think, it depends how yeah. they evaluate it. I'm Cause... I'm saying I'm saying wait because of the fact that quarterbacks not going to immediately solve all those problems in New York. Build the house, stick a quarterback in there next year when Donald inevitably doesn't really win you that many games, and build from there. Yeah, I'd agree. Get yeah. Sewell and then just twiddle your thumbs. Joe okay, Douglas is a, is a sensible man. He's a sensible man. So next, and team... I suppose sorry that way you get the you got the upside that Sam Donald surprises you. And then you've <laughs> accidentally got your quarterback. Yeah, and Lafleur likes him. So yeah, absolutely. So just again, briefly moving on, the San Francisco 49ers, We've briefly mentioned Jimmy Garoppolo. Is he going to stay there? He's got two years left on his deal. It's basically over now at this point. They can cut him for next to nothing. They pick twelfth. They could land Mac Jones or Trey Lance, perhaps. Free agent, keep Jimmy or draft. I, mm, I think. They, well, the rumours are they're trying to trade for Kirk Cousins, so I wouldn't be... It feels like a bit of a cop-out, though, to, to like trade <laughs> out of all key beats to trade for Kirk Cousins. Kirk when... Cousins isn't a bad quarterback. He's better than Jimmy Garoppolo, but not so much that he warrants a big trade. Yeah, but that's that's what I mean. It's the, the magnitude isn't... Yeah, I, I... Isn't there? He offers you the consistency, though, is which is basically all they need from the position, and he's not yeah. going to get injured. Like yeah. the biggest question mark, well, one of the big question marks about Jimmy Garoppolo is he's only been healthy basically one year through his career. That's so true. I don't think they can rely on him at this point to play through the whole year. I mean, it's harsh, but the record speaks for itself. Right. So I, Jimmy I, Garoppolo is out of New, out of um, San Francisco. We're saying. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think I'd be surprised yeah. if he was back. Okay. Right. And yeah, if they get if they Lance on the board, they'll they'll they should absolutely leap at the chance to get him. Okay. Yeah. Right. Another quarterback situation up in the air. Drew Locke, Denver Broncos. Obviously, oh, they drafted him two years ago. He looks like a backup. They're picking ninth. What's going on here? They're, they're getting a new quarterback, simple as. Like, they're getting a new quarterback. Who do you think it's going to be? Fucking anyone. Honestly. All the rumours are Deshaun Watson at the moment. They, they're the favourites right now. Well, I could see that happening. Really? To they got the ninth yeah. overall pick. They could they could give up yeah. the capital right now. They've got an, they've got an all right defence. They've got an all right offence. 
Do they want to start the clock now, though, or do they want to? Yeah, wait? they got great weapons on offense. They do. Remember how hyped you were about the, about the pieces that they had on offense, and then the I wasn't. Never really got. No, done. you were hyped about the pieces. You were just you were just right and said, "Look, it doesn't matter for the pieces if you've got Drew Lock." Yeah. No, I like I like I like Sutton, Fant, and Judy. I mean, that's three pieces that's right the, there. That's, that's the pieces. Fair play. Fair play. Fair play. <laughs> I, I was more sceptical about KJ Hamler than anything else. Yeah, but I mean, he's, right. the, th- he's the third, maybe fourth or fifth guy. If you Not saying Lin- KJ you... Hamler's the guy. If you no, include, no, no, no. Okay. If you include okay. Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon as well. Okay, right. Fair... Yeah, they're free. One of them's a free agent, aren't they? Probably. Lindsay? Lindsay's a free agent, I think. So, Drew Locke's out. Watson in. Maybe Lance in. Who knows? And now... We've got, a, we've got a two quarterback showdown potentially, maybe even three if one is added to the mix. The Washington football team, mm. got Alex Smith and Taylor Heineke under deal, under contract for two years each, and they are picking 19th overall, which means they are out of the runnings for one of the top quarterbacks, apart from perhaps Mac Jones. Do we mm. see Smith or Heineke starting, or perhaps someone else? I reckon Smith will start. I think it. I think Washington needs some good press right now, and the Alex Smith story is a, is a, is a good narrative, especially so, at a time when they've got to change the image of their franchise. So it's like, Heineke. You want to go yeah, to exactly. So I'd like to add some either. further speculation to the mix. Everyone's favorite Geordie, Nathan Barber, writes in and says, "Washington football team, do you think they will sign Cam?" What? The Ron Rivera connection. Do we think? Do we think they get? reunited again there's been rumblings but I don't get what he adds to this team at the moment apart from bad True. bad throwing mechanics I don't really see it either yeah but it, it does let Ron Rivera get back to that sort of run first football approach that, that we saw him implore for a lot of time in, in Carolina I guess um, I think all he wants is a defensive coach they like running the ball because it's safe and it minimises turnovers exactly. but they want a quarterback who's going to protect the football and who better than captain checkdown himself Alex Smith Captain Checkdown. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's why he yeah. brought in Kyle Allen across from him with across with him from Carolina because he's safe with the football. I think it'll be a mix of Smith and Heineke. It's an underwhelming option, isn't it? Either yeah, they've kind of been that limbo. They can't really get anything in the draft. So. Right, they are in limbo, and they got two guys under contract. They might as well see what they've got in them. It's not a terrible position to be in, really. They've both got two serviceable options at quarterback. They'll probably be like just a standard eight and eighteen next year. Yeah, and it'll be enough to win the terrible division that they sit in. So. Yeah, they could even make the playoffs. Good job, Washington. Well done. And now for Sam Lewis's Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> bit, of a, bit of a contentious one, this, considering you've got two quarterbacks. They're both they... shit. Sorry? I was just going to say, you've got two <laughs> quarterbacks and they're both shit. I'd be going to pretend that Tua was blew the roof off last year, so we yeah, just go on with not that. This Jalen Hurts was arguably better. Nah, yeah, no, but to be fair, Jalen Hurts was good, to be fair. Jalen Hurts. <laughs> yeah. Let's not make this a pen. Let's not make um, this a Wentz is out. I mean, it, the relationship's done at this point. I think yeah. if he wasn't out, he would have come out. He would have come out in the media and basically said, "No, these trade rumors aren't true. I want to be here next year." So that's gone. That ship sailed. It's about whatever we can get for him at this point. Um, I mean, he's saying Hertz was decent, but he doesn't have the best arm strength in the world. It, he's a questionable throw. He's not bad, but I mean, he's shown what Wentz didn't, which was a willingness to learn and apparently sleeps. He's got all those good rumours that he basically sleeps in the coach's office because he's spending so much time watching tape and all that sort of nonsense. He's got an incredible I'd say those are strange rumours if he sleeps. No, to be fair, office. he does have an incredible work ethic and he's an incredible yeah. leader. 
I will give that to him. Like in terms of off the field stuff, personality, leadership, ten out of ten. But in terms of his on the field playability as a starting quarterback, I do question that slightly. Whether you give him a year or so to see what you have in him, considering the fact that the Eagles aren't going to be a win now team, I think it's a more likely situation. I do think that we're going to see Hertz as the starting starting quarterback. So oh yeah, absolutely. No chance this went. I wouldn't be surprised if, depending on who's on the board at six, that we take someone there. I wouldn't I be. Sur- I wouldn't be surprised. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen because I think like, you would be surprised, young man. I think you'd be very surprised. I would not be shocked. Okay, I, I, being a quarterback factory and all that, I, I take your point. Exactly. May as well take one every year and just trade them on. Absolutely. That's, that's what you're all about over in Philly. Sick of me. It's the Ajax of the NFL. <laughs> Absolutely. New Orleans Saints, Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. What's going, what's going on? Because obviously Winston is a free agent. Taysom Hill is locked up in a contract. He's everyone's favourite tight end running back. He's also not yeah, not a quarterback. He's Every position up than that. It, he looked good against Atlanta. He looked good against Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to defend the poor kid. Yeah. I like Taysom Hill. I just don't think he's necessarily a long-term answer. I mean, he can't be a long-term answer. He's already 30-odd anyway, isn't he? But what about t- t- um, Sean Payton? Sean Payton's seemingly irrational love of him. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll see uh, just some sort of mad-ass offense this year. All the running stuff that he never got to do with Drew Brees, who technically hasn't retired yet. That is true, actually. I We did create a post rather prematurely about Drew Brees' retirement. And I later did a bit of a backwards step and thought, hang on a sec. He hasn't actually officially retired. It's more just everyone's accepted that he's going to retire therefore he must surely retire yeah. however that is not the case can you imagine how weird it is basically everyone congratulating him on his career if he hasn't decided that he's actually retired <laughs> yet I think everyone's accepted that his arm's dead and he's one of the greatest quarterbacks he's been one of the greatest quarterbacks to play the game he should probably just leave now before he tarnishes his memory even more I think it shows how bad his last performance was as well that everyone's been like oh good innings Drew <laughs> yeah after that game no one was like criticising apart from me it was everyone's just ah oh, Drew Brees what a guy yeah so well, we don't we don't talk about that game yeah that game was uh. so do we think Jameis gets resigned? I bloody I, hope so I would rather have James Winston as my quarterback than Taysom Hill but would Sean Payton I no, think Sean, Sean Payton would rather have Taysom Hill okay. I mean he already started yeah, Taysom Hill over Jameis Winston yeah, he had that exactly. option this year that is that is a very also if you, if you are starting Taysom Hill then it's a pretty good salary salary wise yeah in terms of paying a starting quarterback he's probably you're probably paying too much that's to your top yeah you're probably paying too much to justify keeping him as just your little utility gadget boy mm. the, the saints are the worst uh they've got the worst cap situation in the league don't they yeah um, it's well. all it's all fake cap in new orleans somehow yeah, they, they what, what, what does that mean? What is exactly? No one knows what it means. Every year they're over the cap, and then suddenly they've got room to sign free agents. It doesn't make sense, Joe. It's magic. It's all oh. a conspiracy. It's all... Cap. The cap isn't real. The cap isn't real. It's a. Cap uh, isn't real. It's an <laughs> illusion. <laughs> a cap denier. <laughs> on, the topic, on the topic of Saints quarterback, let's move on to an ex-Saints quarterback. Oh, I wanted Bridgewater of the Carolina Panthers. He's got one year remaining on his contract <laughs> and the Carolina Panthers are picking number eight overall whilst have also shown keen interest in Deshaun Watson. 
Everyone's interested in Deshaun Watson. Everyone should be. Who would or not? It doesn't seem Matt. Shay. <laughs> he would be the first one to buy a Watson jersey as soon as he gets signed to the Dolphins, though. Um, yeah, I think realistically, it's probably going to be Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think they have enough. No, they're picking eight, shaking your head because they've been signaling all year, all off season that they don't want Teddy Bridgewater. Basically, they're they've going got... after everyone else that's available. Trey Lance will be there at eight. You got to go for him, surely. Come on, Willie. Yeah. Joe, if you could throw a football, the, the Panthers would be interested in you at this point over Bridgewater. Like, no, got... character, character issues <laughs> <laughs> and height. Um, but yeah, like I, I genuinely think what we spoke about earlier in the show about um, I think that Deshaun Watson fit with the Carolina Panthers is tasty. It's just tasty. I think he's tasty everywhere he lands purely because of the fact he's, he's just tasty down. They have to <laughs> give up so much to get Watson. I just don't see it. Yeah, but that's the same happening. with everyone. As far as when you buy a, a prime steak from an expensive restaurant, I don't know. Let's stop. Let's stop the, the Deshaun Watson is food. Analogy. Yeah. Let's stop with this cannibalistic behaviour. Would you rather yeah. have? Would you rather have Jameis and Teddy to eat? Yeah, I'd rather have Jameis and Teddy. 100%. I mean, we, when we were talking about all those other teams that were like a quarterback away, we didn't mention Jameis. Is he an option for someone like the Colts? Yeah, I think I do think he is. If you're willing to take a, a gamble on an unknown factor, then yeah. If you want to bring I mean, in someone who you know is going to be all right, going to win you nine to ten games. Then yeah, if I you're willing, it... if you're willing to gamble on Wentz, I don't know why you wouldn't be able to. He, he looks less broken than Wentz did. In yeah, he's had his laser eye surgery. I mean, if all it was was that, then he's just, he's good to go. Yeah, but it wasn't only that, was it? Because otherwise, well, he played. Still... He played like one quarter of football. Jameis Winston smashed it though. He scored yeah. a touchdown in the playoffs cool. though. Yeah, probably True. more than Carson Wentz has been able to do. He has actually thrown more playoff touchdowns than Carson Wentz. There you go. Feast Never on... thrown a playoff touchdown. Yeah, feast on that stat, nerds. Yeah. So, I'm saying Trey Lance here. Sam? Yo, I love Trey Lance in this um, this sort of range, but I don't, we don't know if he'll make it. I mean, it's... He'll make um, it eight. He'll make it eight. Yeah, but how do you know? How do you know someone doesn't just go, you know what, I fucking love Trey Lance. I'm going up to get him at four. Well, how do you know um, Kyle Trask isn't gonna is gonna be available at five? Someone might trade up, like because people have access to the tape, Stan. That's how I know that. <laughs> I know. Oh, okay, I was playing devil's advocate there. So, any of you lads got anything else to say on the Panthers, or should we just Sean Watson? Up? Lock it in. Yum yum yum. Lock what? it in. Lock it in. It's gonna lock, it in. lock it in. Lock it in. Sean Watson will be trotting off onto the field. I think it's all rumours and it's going to be Bridgewater. I hate you see the world. Can't win with Bridgewater. Can't, yeah, John. I agree to disagree. I bet your favourite colour is beige as well. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we've covered all of the teams that are definitely moving on from their quarterback, might be moving on from their quarterback, and this is sort of clutching at content right now. Got the Giants, Lions, and Vulcans. I, yeah. I love that intro to this. His teams aren't to going to change quarterback, but we're going to talk about it anyway. I'm only and saying this because I'm only saying this because the obviously the Falcons. I'm not placing any value on mock drafts here, but there have been rumours of them using their number four pick to draft either Justin Fields or Zach Wilson, whoever's available there. Yeah, is that a valid option? 
it's a cap issue more than anything else, isn't it? Like, yeah. Matt as Ryan's a, as an absolute as a player to sit there neck. rather than to start week one. Yeah, but it's not just. I would, I would they're buy not, into that more if if they could cut Ryan after this year. But isn't it still a huge cap hit if they cut him after this season? Uh, yeah, it is. So if they cut him this year, they take on forty nine million dead cap. If they cut him. Next year is twenty six mil, so far too much. However, twenty twenty three is eight mil, so okay. So they may be able to cut him next year with some sort of trade, because I don't know how the cap works with trades. It's all a bit. He's gonna weird. be thirty seven years old though. Yeah, but someone like uh, Washington gave um, the Chiefs a, what a second or a first for Alex Smith when he was what forty four. So then crumpled him. Hmm. You just hold out and cut him. To be honest, he's. Still a pretty decent quarterback. Yeah, he's gonna be there for the next two years. He's a good quarterback. I don't know where this No no, I agree. That's why he that's why this team are in the red. That's why this team in the red. Um Detroit Lions just picked up Jared Goff. They're picking seventh overall. Do they use that pick on a skill position player, maybe Jaden Waddle? Or do they go quarterback? I'm saying they upgrade the upgrade the house before they put in the guys who win them games and just roll with Goff because at the end of the day, despite all of my Goff slander He's an alright quarterback in the league. He's a starting level quarterback. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, I won't dispute that. And they don't grow on trees. They do not grow on trees. None they? of them do. No. It's a bit of a revelation. That. Mm-hmm. I th- I'd be surprised if they were actively shipping him, but if they got an offer of some, from someone, I don't think they'd turn it down just because they just acquired him. Yeah, especially as they're not in win-now mode, I do think they're going to keep him. I think it'd be that controversial if they did. The New York Giants, obviously, they're burdened with Daniel Jones. They're picking 11th. They could land Mac Jones, perhaps Trey Lance at 11. Many Joneses. Has there been any noise about the Giants moving on? It's just this, just because you don't rate Daniel Jones. I think, I think this is because Daniel Jones has sort of proven that he can't really win games. More than yeah. I think they should move on from Daniel Jones. I don't think they will. Yeah, that's a fair play. Just like... The Giants should have taken any other offensive tackle, but they took Andrew Thomas at four. Yeah, but you didn't know that going in. You didn't know he was going to be the only one that didn't that wasn't playing at a starting level. Well, I mean, he was like the second. He was at least the third best tackle pre-draft. So, but wait, get... that doesn't sound like a slight. Well, sorry, no, he was he yeah, was the third. Sorry, he was the third tackle in the draft, and the two guys behind him got obviously they were picked later. And they were, despite the fact they were better than him, quite. It was more to do with the fact that Gettleman just likes his big boys up front, and Andrew Thomas is quite a big one. I wish I could be more analytical about that, but that is just it's just simply how it is sometimes. Because you remember first. how they rated guys a year ago, especially O line. Oh no 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 it's, no! It's just because he likes his big boys up front. <laughs> he just that, that, that's what I meant. Big men, big burly men. Is there anything else we'd like to mention on the topic of quarterbacks or? I'm trying to think if there's any teams that we haven't mentioned. Um, Pittsburgh, do they stick with Ben? I mean, there's rumours oh. that they're going to be able to bring him back at a lower price. If they can't, then they should just get rid of him. Yeah, I think there's too much of a loyalty thing there just because of the fact that like Ben spent his entire season in Pittsburgh. No one else... Loyalty, schmoyalty. Ben's a schmo when he takes up too much money and he's not good anymore. Yeah. Bin that kid off. The they're, not, they're not in a position to, pick it, to get up anyone else, though, really. And no one else is going to really want him, are they? So... That's right, man. They've got off. Dwayne Haskins. It's fine. Dwayne Haskins? Is that an option? They've got Dwayne Haskins. Hey, yeah, that's right. I mean, is that an option to start week one? 
Dwayne Haskins an option. is always an option. It's just not the, always the right Anything's one. Anything's an option, Stan. Is it a good option, though? I should have been... Nah, now you're asking the right questions. I am asking. Right, no, no, me. it's not. Okay. Please don't. Uh, any other teams? Any other teams? There's a lot of quarterback like speculation this year, like compared to other years. There's a lot of teams that could perhaps be moving on from quarterback. It could. Did you say Adam Schefter took the over under? He took the of, over on thirteen. He took the over of thirteen quarterback changes. I don't. I don't think that. That's too high. Starting quarterbacks, like different starting quarterbacks on each team. How many have we named? Not including those coded red ones. Um, one, two, three, four. About I think 12. 14, 14 or 15. Could you not count that high? Was that that was an estimation? Okay, that's 12. Um, yeah, I'd be surprised if it was over 13 then. That's that's a lot. Yeah, those are the teams that are like, mm. and out of those, I, I, I don't know, I feel like there's a lot of chatter, but. There's only so many quarterback changes that they can exactly. go with because a lot yeah. of them, their replacements would be the same guy. So if one guy changes, then actually, can... to be fair, we spoke about thirteen there, including excluding the Reds. However, Jared Goff has already moved. That's true. So that, that true. is true. There you go. And and Stafford. Yeah, Stafford and the Vikings aren't on that list. And if the Niners make a move for Cousins, that's another one to that list you haven't added. Yeah, I guess it yeah. counts as two for every. Yeah, yeah all that's... it is is it starts to starts to roll. It does. I I I'd take the over of thirteen too. Actually. Take the over of thirteen. I'd take the over. I think it's too high. DL. I'm taking it. Brave man than I. I am. Um, I'm. I'm being pretty brave here. He's got his big boy trousers on. Yep. Um, is there anything else we need to bring up on this? Really. Callbacks suck. Everyone should just run the wildcat. Yeah, it worked okay. for Denver. And Miami for about two games in like 2000. And you, you keep talking about it somehow. Because <laughs> it was fun, Joe. Let it's me... a revolutionary year of football, Joe. Exactly. More quarterbacks should throw while being parallel to the ground because it looks cool. All right. Well, I think we'll we'll leave it there for this week then if that's, that's going to be our final take. Nice. Thank you so much for listening this week. If you haven't already, go check us out on social media. The Dropback on Instagram, at The Dropback on Twitter, at The Dropback UK on Facebook, www.thedropback.co.uk or .com. On the internet, check out our website where we've got articles coming up from our newest writer, Alex Boyce-Joyce, in the coming days. In fact, his first article will likely be out by the time you're listening to this podcast, so go click the link in our bio and head over to our website. Thank you so much for listening again. I've been Stan. I've been Sam. I've been Matt. I've been Joe. See you next time. The Dropback. With Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson.
like, subscribe. We are on that road to a million.